Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in the Ivy League, a look inside the ancient 18s in the Ivy League and their upcoming games with all of the stats, trends, and analysis that you want to hear. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in the Ivy League. Yeah, we're getting into the season now. Getting into the middle of the season, you could kind of call it, but it really is sort of the ending of the season. Uh, there's not a lot of games left to kind of make up room. Some teams are going to be in the real bad position after this week. Some teams are already in a bad position. Some teams, you know what? Look, they're looking golden. So we'll get into all of that happened last weekend. A lot of shakeup in the Ivy League last weekend, even though there wasn't a lot of Ivy League against Ivy League games going on. A lot of shakeup, a lot of things that we have to talk about coming out of that week. And we'll take a look at this week as well. Guys, I'm Tom Barton from TomBartonSports.com. Tom Barton Sports over on Twitter. Tom Barton Sports over on YouTube. And you guessed it, TomBartonSports at gmail.com if you want to get in touch with me. All right, look, let's go back to last week. Um, you, you know, you you really look at this and you say, there are only two Ivy League against Ivy League games. Friday night, Princeton against Brown. In a game that, you know, Brown surprisingly hung in there. I'm going to be honest with you. Look, 35-19, you don't normally say 35-19 to that a team hung close, right? I mean, you don't sit back and say, oh, yeah, yeah, that, that was a good game. You know, that that's a good game. But it was, a, it was a surprisingly okay game, to be honest with you, when you really look at, at what it was supposed to be. Princeton's offense came back out again like they always seem to do and put up 35 points. They looked fine. But Brown hung in there. I got to give Brown a lot of credit. Brown hung in there in this game. Brown wound up showing a little bit more than I think people are expecting of Brown. But look, at the end of the day, this Brown team still 0-2 in the Ivies, and Princeton's 2-0. Princeton's 5-0 overall. Princeton's starting to have that look of that team that you go, yeah, they could be the champion, right? I mean, they could be the Ivy League champion. They could be that team that really separates themselves. I thought it was a really well-executed game, I think, from both sides of the ball. I think, again, tell any Princeton fan you're going to keep a team to under 20, sure. Tell any Princeton fan you're going to score 35, yeah, absolutely. It was an all-hands-on-deck kind of game. Columbia and Penn was the other Ivy League against Ivy League game. And this is uh, this was a game where I think we needed to see who Columbia was and who Penn was. Columbia had played well, but they were 0-1 in the Ivies. And Penn, look, they really want to stake their claim. They're one of the best teams in the league. It was a, it was a touchdown spread, okay, in Pennsylvania uh, at home. Oh, it was only a touchdown spread, and the over-under was the lowest on the board at 38. Well, this one, 34-14, Penn found their offense. And Columbia's been playing really well. But again, this is a defense of Penn that has just suffocated teams at this point. This is this was a suffocating performance again. I, I Look, Columbia didn't score a point in that first half. I know that they came back and scored some late touchdowns there. But this game could have been 34 nothing. I mean, it really was. It was 24 to nothing at the half. And then basically they called the dogs off, got a late touchdown there to make it look a little bit different. I cannot tell you how impressed I am with this Penn team. They are massively impressive. I just talked about Princeton kind of staking their claim as the best team in this conference. Well, you have to include Penn right there as well. Penn has kind of come out of nowhere. I've been riding them for a couple of weeks. 
And I'm absolutely telling you that they are for real. Harvard, I had concerns about their defense. I knew it was going to be a high-scoring game. It was one of the biggest totals on the board at 54 and a half. And look, it produced, it went flying over. We have to look at this Harvard team in a very different respect now. And it's, look, it's five games in. Harvard's 3-0, and right? 3-0 um, and away from Harvard. They're 4-1 and overall. Harvard put up 41 and beating Howard, 41-25. Their defense had been a problem, but if you're scoring like this, and this is now the new Harvard way, I didn't see this coming. And the new Harvard way is just outscore teams and just get that huge offense. And they are producing with it. A 4-1 record is a 4-1 record. Uh, they, Howard didn't have a lot of success, and this is a bad team, but it was good to see Harvard just kind of continue to do what keeps working for them. Yale at Bucknell, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a little disappointed in Yale. They won 29-9. to Bucknell is one of the worst teams, if not the worst team, in the country at any level. Their offense is simply pathetic. I mean, really, it is. Here's the offense of Bucknell. Starting in game one, 13-14-0-14-0-9. I mean, we're talking about the high water mark is 14, and I thought Yell's defense was really going to shut them down even more than the nine points. You're almost upset about that. Uh, look, I- I'm being a little facetious, but it's a nice win by Yale. They go to 4-1 and one overall, 29-9 to nine overall win. By the way, they didn't cover in case uh, anybody is on the betting aspect. They were 29-point favorites. That's exactly what they scored. Cornell gets a nice hard-fought win at home, 19-15 over Lehigh. Leah isn't a very good team, but it's a nice win anyway uh, from a Cornell team trying to kind of stake their claim as, hey, you know what? We're, we're over 500. We want to finish over 500. They're now 3-2 and two on the season. And things have gone from bad to worse to absolutely extraordinarily horrible for Dartmouth. Dartmouth, who was supposed to win this Ivy League conference by a lot of people's estimations, Dartmouth is a team that everybody was looking at as the team they take on a New Hampshire team at home, and New Hampshire was a good team. And we, we've been talking about uh, Dartmouth not being able to find their defense recently. Well, they found their defense, held New Hampshire to 14. All right, that's good for a win, right? No. Dartmouth scored zero points, losing at home and being shut out at home 14 to nothing. This team does not look like they are really anything what most pundits thought. And I told you, I didn't have Dartmouth winning this league. Uh, and we did the preseason previews. I didn't have them winning, but I certainly, I didn't see anything like this. I thought they'd be up amongst it. I thought they'd be in it. Nobody could have saw this coming. They, they are having a miserable, miserable season. So that brings us to this week where the big game is the Friday night game at Cambridge, at Harvard Stadium in Cambridge, I should say. Harvard against Princeton, 4-1 and Harvard. Take it on 5-0 and Princeton. And it is funny that I mentioned the Princeton offense, right? Because the Princeton offense was supposed to be the leader of this pack. They were supposed to be the unit that you could count on for the Princeton Tigers. But early on, it was their defense. Look, yeah, I mean, you put up 39 against Stetson, but it was the defense holding them to 14 there. You put up 29 against Lehigh, but it was the defense that held them to 17 there. Columbia only put up 24. Now, we've learned that Columbia is probably a better defensive team than we thought, but they put up 24, held them to 6. Lafayette held them to 2, only put up 23. Last week against Brown, put up 35. The, the offense of Princeton has not been the lean-on kind of unit that we've seen in the past. They are not the all-or-nothing all, you know, all kind of thing. Hey, well, Princeton doesn't score there. No, they can play some offense. They can play some defense. While Harvard has turned around and become something quite different. Harvard, over the last couple of years, has consistently been that team that you look at and consistently been that team that is a good defensive team. They have consistently made that a case that they are going to be the good defensive team. This year, it has gone sideways for them. 
They gave up 21, Merrimack, 28 to Brown. Uh, they gave up 30 to Holy Cross, 28 to Cornell, 25 to Howard. I mean, I think you could put it on the board right now that Princeton's going to come close to 30 points against Harvard. The thing with Harvard, though, they've scored 35, 35, 41. They can still win this game even though Princeton can have a scoring spree. And that's where we're going to really see this Harvard team. Look, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't have a lot of faith in this Harvard team this year. I wanted to. I, I just don't understand. Maybe it's me that I can't grasp my head around offense first Harvard Crimson as opposed to defense first. But this game will go a long way to convincing people like me that the new way is perfectly fine, that the 2022 Harvard Crimson football team can win with pure offense. This game is going to be a great watch game. A 7 o'clock ESPNU. I, I, I'm going to be sitting there watching every single snap. I'm pumped up for it. But it worries me. It certainly does worry me. Do I think that they're going to lose the game and be humiliated? No, 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 no. I think it's a very close, very tight game. It's going to be, can Harvard get that stop late? And I haven't seen them be able to get that stop late. Unless we're talking about a game that's played into like the 50s, Harvard will win that game. Saturday, Cornell Brown. It's a short schedule this week, by the way. Saturday, Cornell Brown. Turn around, you look at that, and you go, okay, look, Brown has been scoring pretty well. Cornell has the all-everything, probably the player of the year in the Ivy Leagues. This will be a pretty good matchup. I think it's a back-and-forth matchup and probably higher scoring than most people would give credit for. I think that that's what we're looking at there. Columbia, Dartmouth. I mean, look, everyone's going to go on Dartmouth here because of what happened in the preseason, what people thought this Dartmouth team would be. But if you used your two eyes and you watched your two eyes all year long, you're all over Columbia here. Columbia is the better defense. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, Columbia is probably the better team right now, and they're playing at home. But we know how dangerous Dartmouth can be. It's going to be a tough game. And then you have Yale against Penn in another tremendous matchup. I mean, if Harvard and uh, Princeton were not on Friday night, this would be the matchup. And maybe this is still the matchup of all matchups. Yale looking at a title. Penn sitting there undefeated, 2-0 in the Ivy against 2-0 in the Ivy. Penn 5-0 overall. They're back at home in Franklin Field. This is this is the this Penn defense, okay? This is your moment to shine. I know that I have been talking about Penn for a little while, but a lot of people haven't been talking about Penn here. They're not really buying fully in. You win a game against Yale, here you go. Everyone's buying in. I mean, I liken it to the NFL, right? Nobody was buying into the New York Jets. They go to Lambeau Field to get a win, and now everyone's going, all right, well, hey, Jets might be that team. Well, here we go. Nobody seemingly to fully buying into this Penn team. I am. I think their defense is for real. But you got to go out and you have to win at home against a Yale team that's beatable. Look, they've looked good at times, but this is a beatable game. So I think it's a real statement, real statement week in the Ivy Leagues. Penn, Yale, absolutely tremendous. Harvard, Princeton, absolutely tremendous. Can Dartmouth do anything? And is Columbia for real? And then Brown Cornell should be a fun one with a lot of scoring. All right, that's going to do it for me, guys. Make sure that you guys check me out at Tom Barton Sports over on Twitter. It's Tom Barton Sports as well. And TomBartonSports.com, Tom Barton Sports over on YouTube. Thank you very much, and have a very good week, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.